Brachos, Perak Beis, Mishnah Gimel. This mission deals with a variety of halachas that apply to how one properly recites the Shema. The first has to do with the question of the word Shema, Shin Mim Ayin, could have two meanings. It could mean to hear with your ears, or it could mean to understand. Just the same way in English, you could have the word hear, could mean I hear you, which means I understand what you're saying, or hear me out, which means listen to what I'm saying, the very words. So since the word Shin Mim Ayin and Shema could have two possible meanings, that becomes a machlokus here in the, in the first part of the Mishnah. The Mishnah reads, If a person recites the Shema, but he doesn't hear it in his own ears, meaning the words that come out of his mouth aren't audible to his own self, Yatsa, he is still Yotzi. Meaning, according to the Tanakhama, this opinion, which is the Halacha, the word Shema doesn't mean hear it literally with your ears, it means to understand the words. And therefore the truth is that this Tana holds and the Halacha holds, that you could say Shema and not in, in Hebrew, you could say it in English if you want to. As long as your translation is good, then uh, your Yotzi and Kriyashma, you say it in the proper translation. Um, as a matter of practical halacha, I think it's a fine thing to do if you don't understand Hebrew to say your Shema in English until you learn it. You definitely should learn it. Um, but because the translation has to be good, and because it's very difficult to capture the Yudke Vavke, the, shame of, the name of God, with that name, um, you're best off. The proper thing to do would be instead of saying Hashem or even God, to say how that name is pronounced, Alaf Dalad Nun Yud, Adon, and then that's how you should pronounce the words of Shem Hashem when you're saying Kriyashma if you say it in a foreign language. In any case, that's the Tanakhama Shita. Rabbi Yossi Omer Lo Yatza. Rabbi Yossi holds that one must hear the very words he's saying, and if he doesn't hear what he's saying, he's not Yotzi, because Shema means hear with your own ears, so to speak. Which could be either he's saying it too quietly or he's saying it in too noisy of a place. The train is going by and he can't hear what he's saying. He wouldn't be Yotzi, according to Rabbi Yossi. But halacha is like the Tanakhama. That means lacharchila, the paskin, person should hear what he's saying. But Bidiyavid, if he doesn't, he's, he's fine, so Yotzi, because that's not what Shema means. It doesn't mean to hear literally. Um, just a, a word of caution is that, um, the person should be careful when he, you know, when he whispers Kriya Shema, which is common. Um, if he doesn't hear what he's saying, then he's still guilty. But if he doesn't actually say the words, in other words, if there's nothing to hear, if a person were had his ear to your lips and he could, there's no words to be heard, you sort of really, in other words, you're just thinking the words, you're not saying the words, you're not guilty. So you must say the words, but if you can't hear what you're saying because it's too quiet or because the ambient noise is too much, you can't hear, you are Yotzi. The second halacha talks about the way, the need to pronounce the Shema clearly and enunciate the words. And the Mishnah says, Karav lo If a person recited the Shema, but he wasn't precise in its letters, that's a literal translation, which would mean either um, pronouncing each word clearly, um, and also avoiding words from running together. In other words, you have words like chara af. So chara and af can be run together because the ending sound of chara, the beginning sound of af, is the same sound. Or b'chol levavecha, again, ending the lamed, beginning with the lamed, b'chol ends lamed, levavecha begins lamed. So these kind of words, you have to be careful not to run them together into a single word. You actually notice in your sitter that there are actual lines between these places in the creation to know when you should have a mini pause. In any case, so we're saying now that if one is not nadakdek, if he's not diktek, he doesn't read it or enunciate it perfectly. Rabbi Omer Yatza, Rabbi says you're still Yotzi. Rabbi Yudah Omer Lo Yatza. Rabbi Yudah said if you didn't pronounce the words precisely and accurately, it's as if you didn't say them and you're not Yotzi. 
But the halacha is that, although ideally you should pronounce each word very carefully and be careful to do so, but the evidence, if you didn't, you're still guilty. Special emphasis needs to be made if you're whispering Shema, which is what people do. There are certain sounds that you can't whisper. Certain consonant sounds must be vocalized. If you, and the most notable here is the z-zine sound versus the s-sin sound. The difference between whispering, which is when you speak without en- engaging your vocal cords, and speaking when your vocal cords do vibrate, is that certain sounds that must be vocalized can't be heard. So, for example, if you put your hand on your throat and you say letter S, you won't feel any vibration. Say letter Z, Z, you'll feel the vibration of your vocal cords. Whispering doesn't engage the vocal cords, so it's impossible to whisper a Zion sound, like a J or a V sound. You can't do it. So if you're whispering Kriyashma, you'll never say the Z, Zion sound, like in Mezuzos. So you won't be fulfilling this halacha. The, the, the halacha points out, and here the Barthenor brings it down, you have to be especially careful about the phrase, um, the word tizkaru. Tizkaru, which means to remember, because if you say laman tizkaru, so that you should remember, that's good. If you whisper and you say laman tizkaru, so you should profit, it sounds like you're profiting from the mitzvahs as opposed to remembering the mitzvahs, which would change the pshat. And of course, it's terrible to say you're wearing the tzitzahs in order to profit from the mitzvahs. So therefore, Bartanura speaks out here, be careful of your zions, especially the laman tizkaru, that you emphasize the Zion sound. Fine. The next halach is hakorlam afreya. What if one reads the Kriyashma out of sequence, out of order? Ben lo yatza, he's not yelti. So what's this talking about? So it's not saying if you say the three partials out of order, meaning if you say the Vayomer parsha, which is third, if you say it first, and if you say the Vayom Shemol parsha second, first, it doesn't matter. Each parsha, you'd be yotzi, but the average is the same out of order. No, the rabbis put in order for a reason, as we said in the previous Mishnah. Um, but you're Yotzi B'diyavid. What we're talking about here about Lamafreya not being Yotzi is you change the order of the Pesukim. If you change the order of the Pesukim, so then you've destroyed the integrity of the Parsha. You're not saying what, you, what the Torah had in mind. And even if you're not changing the Pshat in the Pesukim, some Pesukim don't have necessarily have like a logical sequence, but it's a Drasha, but it says Vahayu, Vidarshan, that the words should be as they are, Vityasan, like as they are. And therefore, if you change the order of the psukim, saying them out of order, you're not Yotzi. Rashi has a Pshan the Gemara. It means saying the words themselves out of order. But many don't like that because it doesn't seem to be necessary to say this a din that you're not Yotzi if you don't pronounce the words clearly because, excuse me, the words in order in the Pasuk. Because, of course, if you change the order of the words in the Pasuk, what you're saying no longer makes much sense at all. Fine. Karavata, new din, fourth din. If a person's reading and he makes a mistake, he should go back to the place that he made his mistake. Now, I mean, if you know on purpose you made a mistake, you know you made a mistake, of course you can go back. But also, let's say, for example, you know, there are many words in the first two paragraphs of Shabbat that are very similar. So if you're not sure if you're in the first kasiva or the second kasiva, if you will, of the first or second paragraph, you have to go back to the earlier paragraph to make sure you'd say it properly, and you go back to the place that you're certain if you go that far back, you haven't made a mistake, you can resume from there. And that way you'll have to say the whole Krishma um, correctly.